God bless you. My name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. And on fire for today, I will be teaching on the topic, Insist on Me. Insist on Me. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. Let everyone under the sound of my voice come under the influence of your Spirit. Let there be a lifting, let there be a shaking, and let there be, oh God, a lifting into glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The Bible says in the book of 2 Peter chapter 2, 2 Peter chapter 2, we begin to read from verse 15. It says, Which have forsaken the right way and are gone astray, following the way of Bela, the son of Bosor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. 16. But was rebuked for his iniquity. Hear me, child of God, I'm so glad that there's a but in God. Hear me, child of God, you may be towing the wrong way, you may be caught in a mess, you may be stuck somewhere in one, uh, in, in one guilty pleasure, one kind of sin or one particular uh, inordinate uh, practice. There's a but in God. It's a but was rebuked for his iniquity. The dumb ass, speaking with man's voice, forbade the madness of the prophet. Hear me, child of God, there's a body God. Our God is so faithful, our God is so merciful, that despite and in spite of the road you choose to take, as you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, God begins to reroute your course. Hear me, child of God, have you used the Google map before? And suddenly, probably you missed a turn. The map will reroute your, 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 your trip and begin to take you to the next available route that will get you to that same destination. Balaam was already going off course. The Bible says, but, but he was rebuked. That is called God's insisting power. When God insists that you, you will not fail, when God insists that you, you will not be small. When God insists that you, you will not be swallowed up by the enemy. When God puts his feet down and says, No, you, you will not be swallowed up by destruction, sin, or lost. Look at Balaam. He was going the wrong way. But God rebuked him. Father, in the name of Jesus, whenever I am about to take a decision, make a decision that will destroy my life, in the name of Jesus, because it is the mercy of God, it is God insisting that you will not waste. That is why many times you discover somebody shows up, somebody has a revelation, somebody wakes up and hears something, somebody reaches out to you and says, this is what I perceive in my spirit. It is God insisting on your destiny. Jesus came to, to, to Peter and he said, he said unto him, said satan has desired you that he may sift you as wheat say but i have prayed for you but i have insisted on your on, on, on your destiny but i have stood my ground that you will not be praying for the enemy Kai. sometimes your faith fails you your strength fails you your discipline fails you your zeal fails you that is when to begin to ask god insist on me make press press me make a demand 
demand on me. Apply pressure on my life so that I will not waste. Apply pressure on my life so that I will not waste, oh God. Insist on me. The Bible says God will sit as a purifier of silver. He's a refiner of gold. So that you bring out pure expected results out of your life. Jeremiah went ahead to say, he said, there was a time I decided in my heart that I will not make mention of the name of the Lord anymore. I will not speak in his name, he said, but his words were in my bones, like fire shot up in my bones. Like fire was shut up in my bones. I couldn't hold it. That is when God begins to insist on your life. When he says no, you are going to do my will. When he says no, the enemy will not prevail over you. I don't know what you think about powers and about limitation and about hindrances and about forces that militates against people's destiny. But I know of a power that is superpower. A power that is more than every other power. When God insists, insists on your life, when God decides that no, you are not going to fail, it doesn't matter how many hitches, how many doesn't matter how many roadblocks, it doesn't matter how many hitches, it doesn't matter the mountain that is put before you, it doesn't matter how much roadblocks, it doesn't matter the mountain that Satan puts in your way, when God has insisted upon your life, he will jealousless, jealously, jealously guide you, jealously condition your path, jealously put his hand upon you, his mighty hand, his right hand of power, so that everything that was supposed to militate against you suddenly begins to work for your good. Look at the life of David. Look at his life. You would see how from time to time, God would condition him and bring him back on point sent Nathan the prophet to prophesy to him, say, you have messed up. David broke down every time, every time. Why? Because God can insist on a man. I've told the Lord, insist on me. Deliberately insist on me. The Bible says, unto him who is able to keep you faultless and keep you without falling and present you in the presence of my father with faultless joy, with so much joy, with so much joy unto him who is able to keep you from falling. When the Bible says, sometimes you don't feel like praying. Sometimes you don't feel like studying. It happens too. It happens to everyone. But you cry and say, quicken me, O God, so that I may call upon your name. He said, I found David, my servant. With my holy oil, have I anointed him. David did not find God. God found David. There's an insisting power when God insists on your life. Hi. So when you hear that song, insist on me, Holy Ghost, insist on me. Till I look like you, Holy Ghost, insist on me. I don't know where to go, but Holy Ghost, insist on me. Till I talk like you, Holy Ghost, insist on me. Shut up, Akata. You keep on walking, keep on walking, till I look just like you. 
keep on walking, keep on walking till I look just like you. You may not feel it. You may not know it. You may not touch it and it may never show. But he keeps on breaking. He keeps rebuilding. He keeps refilling until it's over. And when it's over, I will look just like you. Satan wanted to give Paul a different destiny. God insisted on his life until with so much power. He met with the Lord at the, at the road to Damascus and his, his course was altered. His destiny changed. I'm talking about when God insists on a man. Except God does not insist on you. He said, Satan desired, Satan himself wanted to finish a man because God has insisted on that man. He said, I have prayed for you. Your faith will not fail. Your faith will not fail. I'm praying for someone here hearing me now. You're under the sound of my voice. Your faith will not fail. I say your faith will not fail. The mercy of God locates you. The strength of God is pumped into your spirit so that you will not fail. You will not be small. You will not be summarized. You will not be finished. You will not die like a chicken. God begins to insist on your destiny. God begins to insist on your excellence. God begins to insist on your spiritual life. God begins to put in pressure. So sometimes you tell yourself, like Jeremiah said, I will not talk anymore. But you you go to a place where nobody knows you. Suddenly somebody looks at you and says, ah, you look like a pastor. And the person talking is not born again. Somebody looks at you and says, ah, there's a glory on you. That's God insisting on your life. What about Jonah? He wanted to run away. God insisted on him even in the waterways. You can't hide though. I ask God to put me in his intensive care unit where I cannot run, where I cannot hide, where my path is always redirected to him. Pray with me. Say, Father, insist on me. Insist on me. Don't give up on me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. My name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. Remember, do not be afraid. Only just believe. Spontaneous Spiritual Revival